Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 630 for comics originally releasing April the 13th and April the 14th. 2021 but before drew and i get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming tuesday and wednesday drew what do we got from all the cool world of comics and all the things coming out we've guess we're chock full of stuff and we better get into it we've got um well march madness ended and uh the gonzaga did not go undefeated, no they did not but... go undefeated turns out you need to uh play in a conference where anybody cares about anybody and if you play in a just, yeah, yeah. just Cheap conference, none of your wins count. I guess I guess that's the case. Um, they, they came close though, mm-hmm. and lost out to the what Baylor, Waco Koresh's, whatever. Yeah. Down in Baylor. Wow, back to David <laughs> Koresh and the Braves Davidians. Wow. Yeah, well, I just saw that TV movie not that long ago, so it's in my <laughs> it's in in front head. of mine. And I think that's where Baylor is, right? All right, Texas, somewhere in Texas. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's a big place. Anyway, that tournament's over. But we have, DC said, no, 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 let's have our own March Madness in March and April, <laughs> where we take a bunch of pitches for comics okay, and let you, the fan, vote on them, and then uh, we will winnow down uh, 16 to 1. Where we'll have 16 different pitches that will get winnowed down to one, and that will be published as a new series. And uh, I, I kind of like it, um, and then I kind of don't. I have some thoughts both going both ways. Just because you're like, there's 63 ideas that are now dead. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the Okay, so... Let's just go through them. Let's just okay. go through them. And, and then, full disclosure, I had no clue what you're talking about until right now on this. Right. Okay. So um, there are one, two, three. Let me make sure I was right. Yes. There are 16 pitches on right. here for comic books. And they're going to be um, battling it out uh, in this first round, which is now over. Um, and uh, then the second round um, still has like a week left. But anyway, so the first matchup is Green Lantern's Underworld on Fire. Nope. Let me read the oh, goddamn list. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Rayner and Kilowog are on the case of space outlaws raising the intergalactic underworld sector by sector. But will Kyle go by the book when he finds out who's behind it all? Or, Etta Candy, Holiday Hero, Inc. When an accident grants Etta Candy superpowers, she joins forces with Wonder Woman and her sorority sisters to protect... Anyone in need. Kyle, which one of those would okay. you like? Green Lantern suddenly sounds bad. Can you have an underworld in space? Don't you have to have a world to be un- any Yeah, well, number one. You want you want that. Okay. And so did everybody else. Okay, it, just checking. So Green Lanterns won seventy three percent to twenty six percent. Yeah, through the sorority um, sisters. Gotcha. There were twenty two thousand votes. Darn. Um, so well that's that's kinda cool. I'm glad they got some interest. Um, the next matchup, The Brave and the Bug, Crisis on Infinite Ambush. Ambush Bug must survive an attack by other ambush bugs from across the multiverse, who never got to exist thanks to his refusal to be rebooted. Versus Zatanna and the King of Nightmares. Something is wrong with Zatanna's powers, but before she can heal, 
She has to confront her worst fears as well as terrifying new foe, the King of Nightmares. Oh, this is clearly Zatanna. Uh, you are correct. This is almost 80% to 20% yeah. Zatanna over Brave and the Bug, and that one had 23,000 votes. Ambush bug. Interesting. Got crushed, yes. Uh, next we have Lobo, Animal Man, Scorched Ooh. Earth. The main man's latest contract leads him to do the unthinkable. For the next six months, Lobo will protect the shit out of the earth at all costs. I think it was, it's a four-letter word. It could have been anything. Okay. I inserted my own because I'm already cursed. I'm going to have to check the explicit <laughs> I was going to say, tag. we're two and a yeah. half minutes in. and you've I've already got to check the explicit You've got us the much. art rating already. Um, versus Son <laughs> of the Creeper. An awkward teen's life turns upside down. When he inherits his di- his dad's chaotic powers, now Kieran Millar, Miller must save a father he doesn't know from the monster he's become. Lobo Animal Man or Son of the Creeper? Those were two different things. They yeah. blended together and it's sort of like <laughs> one bad plot. Son of the Creep. I mean, okay, let me think about this. People, Lobo and Animal Man people or... People like Lobo Man. Yeah. Son of the Lobo. Creeper sounded... Lobo's, it's not Lobo Man, it's Lobo. <laughs> okay. I'm going and he's with teaming Lobo up with Man. Animal Man. I'm going Lobo Man. <laughs> okay, you're making up a new one. All right. So it, it won 60% to 40%. Not bad. See, that one, that, that one, I was a, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next we have, uh, you're, you're gonna, I don't even want to read this. Okay. JLQ. Eight young queer heroes investigate a series of monstrous manifestations around the world and discover that something much more terrifying is coming. Justice League Queer. Interesting. Or Robins. A small group meets at Dick Grayson's apartment, but what's brought them there isn't that they are all former sidekicks to Batman. They're being hunted by one claiming to be the first. That's obvious. I genuinely think that sounds good in Robins. Yes, yes. And uh, it did, but it just barely won. Um, Interesting. With, with 42,000 people voting in this one, it won um, 53% to 46%. So just squeaked by. Uh, next matchup, pause off the Justice League. When the Justice League disappears, Jimmy Olsen and the Super Pets must save the world from Jimmy Olsen and the what? The Super Pets. That would okay. be Crypto and uh, whatever Batman's oh, and didn't, cow, didn't, cow is called. The, the new uh, Nightwing dog. Yeah, so yeah, gather up some um, some of the super pets. Uh, versus Jesse Quick, Control. As Jesse Quick's super speed fades, she gains a new ability. But when the power begins to corrupt Jesse, she must give it up or risk becoming, quite literally, her own worst enemy. Let's do that Jesse Quick book. Yep. Yep, uh, 21,000 votes, and it won 58% to 41%. Very nice. Um, Next we have Blue Beetle Graduation Day. When the Reach interrupt Jaime's graduation, Jaime's graduation, Mm -hmm. uh, the fallout puts his future as Black Blue Beetle, not Black Beetle, Blue Beetle in jeopardy, and poses the ultimate question, what does life after high school look like? Versus... Night Runner, Love in Paris. When the fans of an intoxicating virtual songstress Blue Beetle. start <laughs> disappearing throughout Paris, Night Runner must track down the infamous developer behind this celebrity AI. Blue Beetle. Uh, 
Blue Beetle won uh, 7 out of 10 votes on that one. Yeah. 70% to 30%. Uh, we then go to Swamp Thing, A House of Secrets. Hmm. Louisiana in 1905. The monstrous Alex Olsen, his widow Linda, and his undead rival Damien vie for control of the cursed swamp where life and death spiral into one nightmare. Versus Suicide Squad 7. In South America, Harley Quinn leads an adventurer, a stage musician, magician, a sugar-obsessed killer, a former hero, a drunk assassin, a mute metahuman, and a child who becomes a monster. Suicide Squad. Okay, this one... And so far, that's my number one to win it all. Suicide Squad is? Yeah. Okay. Um, this one barely squeaked by. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a good 20... competition. 22,000 votes in, it won 50.3% to 49.7. Oh, snap. So just a few votes separated that one. Yeah. Uh, Then we have Asteria, the last Amazon, an immortal champion returns to man's world to discover the Amazon sacrifice, now forgotten, and the secret family she left behind offering one last chance at redemption. Versus... Superman and Lois Ignition. Our solar system is a machine, and its purpose is to trap and kill Superman. Together, he and Lois face ancient aliens and trickster asteroids as they fight to save our future. Okay. Superman Lois. Uh, also super close. 21,000 votes in. But in and the end. Superman won by okay. 50.2. To Dang. 49.8. Wowzers. Very close. Very, very close. So, now, so those now of round- all those, the three that stick out to me are Superman Lois, Robins, and Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. And those I'm, all three sque- were squeakers. Yes. I mean, so that, that gives our next matchup for round two, uh, which you can vote on online right now. Um, go find it. Uh, is uh, Green Lanterns versus Zatanna, uh, Lobo versus Robbins, Jesse Quick versus Blue Beetle, and Suicide Squad versus Superman and Lois. So, mm. what I mean that I would say, I mean, what do you say there? Zatanna, Superman, Lois, Robbins. What was the other matchup? I, I those are. Um, two of those are mine. I, I go with Zatanna and Robbins. The other matchup was Jesse Quick versus Blue Beetle. I'm going to go Blue Beetle. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably Blue Beetle. People like him. Um, I'd rather see a Jesse Quick, but Quick, but I can see Blue Beetle. I was going to say, I'd probably be more apt to do Jesse Quick, but I think Blue Beetle is a better, better And then the, Sku- the Suicide Squad 7, I think, will, will we'll edge beat Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah I, I think agree. it will. I think it will. Um and then, so that would put in our in our heads Zatanna versus Robbins, mm-hmm. and then Suicide Squad versus Blue Beetle, and then I would think it would be Suicide Squad versus Robbins. I will go Zatanna versus Beetle. Zatanna versus Beetle. Wow! So you're on the exact I'm opposite. Going the exact opposite on the final four issue, and I'm giving the winner as Zatanna. Zatanna gets her own book yep. over out of everything. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And she, she was the one that had like. She uh, had the like, runaway first round. Yeah, she had like 80, 90%, something like that. It was huge. Yeah. 
So yeah, you're, yeah, it's a good call. Um, and then now, now that we have winners, uh, they've they've released uh, the creators. We did. I don't. We don't. I don't believe we had the creators oh, at snap. first. So we missed out on uh, Green Lanterns by Senna Grace. Okay. And Lobo Animal Man by Heath. Oh no! Wait. That is no. That's right. Now that we're in the second round, now we get creators. I'm sorry. Okay. So we didn't. We don't get to know who. Uh, the losers were gotcha. in the first round. But, <laughs> hey, but, you lost. Let's yeah, tell everybody so, who, who had the crap ideas. Yeah, so uh, Senna Grace was Senna, or Green Lanterns was Senna Grace and V something Marion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zatanna is the Soska sisters ah. and Vanessa Del Rey on art. Lobo Animal Man. Is Heath Corson and Scott Hepburn. Robbins is Tim Seeley and Baldemar Rias. Crap, I will read the crap out of that Robbins. Yeah. Uh, Blue Beetle is Josh Truillo and Adrian Gutierrez. Jesse Quick is Stephanie Phillips and David LaFuente. Okay. Uh, Superman Lois is Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing with uh, Vaxo Georgiev. And Suicide Squad is Rex Ogle and Diogenes Neyes. So some of the pitches lose a little luster once you find out who's attached. Yeah. So that, that makes me a bigger fan of Robbins and Zatanic even got more into my book. Because of the Soska sisters? Mm-hmm. Or because of Vanessa Del Rey? Or because of both? Yes. Gotcha. All right. Okay, so... Here's what here's what I don't like about this. I don't want the I I think these should have been fan pitches. Uh-huh. Um unless these are like are the if these are inventory stories that are already written mm-hmm. and drawn and in the can, that's one thing. That's fine. Um but if it's just, you know, they went to the creative teams and said Pitch me some stories. Blow one of your ideas for a tournament? Yeah, I don't like that. So, yeah. They should have given a, you know, 16 pitches for us, the fans, to have pitched. And then, when it got down to this round, assigned them to some creators. And you then you can take control at that point. Did or, you really want to go through 18,000 Batman versus entries? Well, I—I th- I mean, I think there would no Batman would have to be the one of the rules. I think because right. <laughs> they have their own round robin tournament with Batman books. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I—I I mean, I, I think this is cool. Um, not not a hundred percent sure what happens to the losers if um, they get their books just at a later date. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those I don't ever want to see the light of day, um, and some of those are are, are worthy reads i think and i would i would enjoy those and it's going to be too bad that only one gets to win yeah um and i i mean this is a situation where somebody's going to win and then one of the one of the sweethearts that got knocked out is going to have a fan out cry and it's also going to get published so of this more than one of these books will end up published yeah i mean People hunting Robins one by one sounds like a fun story arc that could yeah. be in in the actual Robin book that is out. Yeah, 
Um, so that, that some of these are, are eerily, so, you know, they're already kind of exist in the, mm -hmm. in the space. So like, that's why, you know, it's tough to root for Robin's because Robin has his own book coming out and there'll be plenty of Robin. Mm -hmm. There's but plenty of Superman. Gets kicked, the odds on Zatanna popping up with her own long form story is not good. Yeah. The only way you're going to see Zatanna is in a Justice League dark backup, uh, in the Bendis book, mm -hmm. you know, so Jesse Quick's probably not going to get her book unless she wins. Yeah, how much? Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, there has there was just a Suicide Squad. I think there's another one that's starting up. So there's a, do we really need another one of those? Always. Uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I yeah. So I had I have some quibbles with selecting things that are existing already, and then I also have some quibbles with you know why not or give us just like give us one half the bracket. If you want to give the creators give one one half, give let the fans have the other half, and mm -hmm. see who wins. That that would have been fun. Yeah, make it blind so you don't know who's a yeah. real creator and who's a fan. Yeah. So I'm gonna vote in these. Um, I voted in the first round, and um, oh, I think all of my choices won, just like yours. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's I think there's only like a week left to vote in the second round, and at that point, um. We get, uh, more, I think, more details on the story. More details on we've now that we have the creators, we'll get more details on on who else might be attached. And then I don't know if we get to vote anymore after this round. Uh, uh, so when it gets to the final four and above, it might go to. Um, I don't know who who gets that to would vote be really the, stupid. As if it's in the fans' hand and then it's not in the fans' hands. I think the fans get to vote on the final four, but I'm not 100% sure they get to vote all the way to the end. Or that, or that they're... I don't know. I'll, I'll, have to do, I'll do some research and I'll find out by next week, hopefully. Gotcha. Or have forgotten about this entirely. <laughs> but what do you think, Kyle, about this as a concept? I mean, might as well be thematic and they're like, haha, March Madness. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Should uh, Marvel do this? Yeah, no Spider Man, no no X Men, no no X books, no, no Spider books. <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be the tough part. Mm -hmm. Don't attach Donny Cates to anything. He's he's busy enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I thought that was it was interesting, and uh, I'm stay tuned to see how how that goes. But you know, the, like the obscure stuff that. There's going to be a dedicated fan base for some of this mm. really the obscure stuff, and it's too bad they're never going to get enough <laughs> this was uh, their support. Only chance and they're going to get crushed. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to like Night Runner. <laughs> you know, there's got to be some people out there that were rooting for this, but there's mm -hmm. no way that was going to that was going to happen. Um, the Paul's Off book did surprisingly well. You know, mm -hmm. the Jimmy Olsen and the Super Pets. Oh yeah, did did surprisingly well. So I don't know if they they dust that off again or what um and yeah I'm, I'm i'm curious uh how this goes how long this takes like uh i'm gonna be really curious after we the winners announced if like on foc the next week we have it <laughs> or the next uh dc connect it's there mm -hmm. or if you know at that point it needs to be written drawn and yeah created. it's gonna have to take a while because you know if these aren't getting published you're not wasting artists on them 
I wouldn't think these are unless again unless they're inventory stories like all these are pitch inventory stories that that these people have already done mm-hmm. um and and maybe like the final eight have creators attached to them so they're doing something right maybe yeah so yeah it'd be cool all right that's enough of that let's uh let's head on over to our previous catalog while we still have time um and talk about IDW. You want to do IDW, Kyle? Sure. Let's go through some IDW. This has been our uh, attempt to make sure we run through our previews a little bit and chit-chat about some of the stuff we're putting on our order. Um, we've already done our DCs, our Marvels, and we did our Image. Uh, and we thought we'd pick a couple. Or a, another one. We're going to pick IDW this time. Yeah, because our orders are due when? The 22nd? Is that right? That sounds right. It's it's only it's only two weeks away. Yeah, no doubt. So we got to get through this and get our get start getting our orders shaped up. There you go. And we are going to start with Sonic the Hedgehog, written All by right. a bunch of people for nine dollars, and I don't think too many people are going to be in for that. This is um just the thirtieth anniversary, uh, eighty page giant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Celebrating all things Sonic. And Sonic's been running forever. Yeah, at IDW, right? Oh yeah. Like it's it's hit three hundred, right? Issue three hundred. Is that possible? That sounds right. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. A lot of writers, a lot of artists, a lot of covers. Yeah. Then I slide down to old uh, John Buscema getting a, an art an artist edition. That looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, hundred and fifty bucks. One hundred and seventy six pages. Uh, it's got Vision on the cover. Avengers, uh, Fantastic Four, Thor, Submariner, and more. Yeah, there's some really cool looking cover uh, that are given the uh, artist treatment inside. Very nice. Yeah. I love the original cover pages with all the oh yeah the markups on the outsides and everything. Yeah, that's great. And then um, IDW is doing. A couple of more OGNs and trades. Um, some ongoing s- comics. We've got Canto, Issue 3, and Chain to the Grave. The f- f- finishes up. A G.I. Joe yearbook. An ongoing. Um, got some Godzilla. Did you get a chance to watch that Godzilla versus uh, I did not. King Kong? Oh, man. So good. Really made you miss the um, theater. Ah, would have been fantastic in the theater. I mean, I could. I guess I could have went, but <laughs> I had it on HBO Max, so I took advantage. There you go. But so there's a lot of Godzilla property stuff coming out. Marvel crossover with Riri Williams in Marvel Action Avengers number one. Yeah, they're doing a lot of these OGNs and things, slipping those in there. Our boy Tom Zoller uh, doing My Little Ponies. Is he still doing? been doing those? I knew he had before, but I didn't realize he was still on them. Issue 99, which means we're gearing up towards 100. What are you going to do? Get Gather your bronies. Just like you did for Walking Dead. you got to have them 15 covers. Negan's going to come in and hit somebody with a bat? That's exactly what I was about to say, yes. (laughs) Spoiler. 
then Star Wars Adventures hits Adventures hits number ten. Mace Windu story. More Sonic. More Star Wars. Star Wars Adventures Weapon of a Jedi number two. Ooh, what's on High Republic Adventures number five's cover there? That's the dude that I told us we had to buy three to get his first appearance. The Nihil. Or the leader of the Nihil. That's a cool... Is that the first time we saw him on the cover or no? I don't know if this is his first... No, he was on last uh, issue four as well. I don't remember that. But we talked about three being his first full appearance. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. They collected that um, Star Wars Adventures Smuggler's Run to a cheap trade, mm-hmm. $9.99. Of course, it was read, only two yeah. two books. So. 2064 Read Only Memories is becoming a uh, OGM. Written by Cinegrace. Do I know what that is? Uh, it's a video game. Oh. What kind? I don't remember off the top of my head. I remember talking about it and then... Not a shooter. Yeah, it's a cyberpunk universe like you've never seen before. Gotcha. Scarant Hood's collected. We've got... Star Trek Year 5, number 24. My goodness. Oh, Turtles Annual. TMNT Annual 2021. Kevin Eastman gets a B cover. That's it. <laughs> no story for you. Uh, I guess it's just a 48-page annual. Yeah. Not bad. But it is $7. That's a pretty cool cover. It looks like chess pieces. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual 2021 is the official prelude to the major TMNT event year in the making. So this will kick off their big... Ninja Turtles event as well. Are there enough characters in the TMNT universe to do a chessboard? Um. Yes. Who would be the good guys' pawns? Um. Would it just be turtles? Would it be be turtles for pawns? No. The turtles would have to be like. I guess. The bad guys' pawns would be mousers or foot soldiers. Yeah. And the good guys, you could probably just do pizza for the pawns. Okay. Then you'd have the five turtles. You had Splinter, April's the Queen, Casey Jones. Yeah. You could throw in the Genesis. Splinter, Splinter the King? Splinter the King, April the Queen. Then you got five turtles uh, and Casey Jones. Has this not been done? I am. I assume not. Oh, yeah. Well, we probably can't license. We probably can't afford the licensing. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Just pizza. Pizza is the pawn. I love that. You like that? I do. <laughs> We've collected all of the uh Star Wars or Star Wars she's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Genicus, the second book there. Oh, really cool. good looking cover on that. We're off to one eighteen on the actual run through. The Shredder Returns. I like it when they're back to Shredder being the bad guy. So we've got um, 
some Transformers books and some a Usagi book, and then we're going to relaunch a Usagi Ujimbo, the Dragon Bellow Conspiracy. Uh, it's a six-issue miniseries, and this is presenting. Is, are we perhaps, again? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's it's perhaps Usagi's greatest story ever. Um, so it's it's the first time in color, and it's a classic story that is being retold this time that might be something i check out because yeah. instead of reading all three three four hundred <laughs> issues i can just do this and then jim lee gets a an x-men artist edition which we've already i think we've already seen that oh wow yeah yeah it came out in february right yeah yeah Still available. Surprised I didn't sell out quickly. No kidding. And I think that's it. Um, don't have time for dynamite tonight, do we? Nope. No. All right. Let's shoot over to Hot Ten. Yep. Let's have it over to our good friends at what tab are they on? Our good friends at CBSI at comicbookinvest.com. Check out their Hot 10 books. See what the good things they're selling on the secondary market are. Uh, they have their Hot 10 for April 9th, 2021. And number one item is, of course, Berserker, number one, the second print. And then we had a uh, one per store variant on that as well. With the one per store variant now topping $200, it should be no surprise that the regular is selling for 15 to 75 Man, what a crazy book that everyone thought would tank, and here we are. Well done. Boom. As an aside, do you think this will be the start of, of other Hollywood stars joining Reeves and doing their own comic? I actually heard that a lot of these came out with bad defects in them. Oh, the second print in particular because of the the coloring? Yeah, the foil. The dark, the dark, the yeah, dark foil? A lot of them look horrid. Um, yeah, I, I know we had talked about getting this because because there were but, so many of the one that this is by far going to be less than the one. Yeah, but then I had I had bought so many of the first one that I don't know that I did that. Maybe I did. I can't remember. I'll have to look. Um, but yeah, I, you see, you see Pat Oswald doing get into comics. That uh, that Canadian kid. What's the what's his name from um, Undeclared? Remember that kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's writing comics now. There's a few. Um, but but yeah. by far, Keanu Reeves being uh, one of the. Best. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's an actual star. At rank two, we have Black Adam Endless Winter Special Number One, the Boss Logic variant. Don't get me wrong, I love this cover. Cover increasing this week from eighteen to ten dollars. Last week, uh, increasing this week from eight to ten dollars to fifty to sixty. This week seems a bit extreme. That again, maybe not. Maybe The Rock will be able to fa save the DCU. DCU's fine. Doesn't need saving. <laughs> at rank three, we have my baby, Young Avengers number one. Well, we knew it would happen at some point. Most people were predicting 9.8 to hit $1,000. Well, it did. And then just rushed right past that mark all the way to 1200 bucks. This was $800 <laughs> just 10 days ago. Hypothetically speaking, is this the giant size X-Men number one of this generation? No. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Well, if, I mean, if the Young Avengers get a big MCU push... <laughs> I've had so many of these go through my fingers. So many <laughs> have come and gone from yeah. 
And I've made money on all of them, so I can't really complain. But there you go. I haven't made $1,200 on any of them. Nottingham, number two, is our number four book. Sheesh, selling for as much as number one is. This book is hitting $50 or more just after release. What are we missing here? We predicted this one. Uh, did we think number two was going to be that that crazy? We thought it would do well. I don't know that we ever yeah. put necessarily a number on anything. Yeah. At rank five, we have Fantastic Four 353. We just keep getting deeper and deeper into characters on these Disney Plus shows. Looks like Owen Wilson's character from Mobius and Mobius will be a staple in the Loki show. As such, the price of raw copies has jumped from 25 to 30 up to 60 to 75 now. Not to be punny, but honestly, what's the end game <laughs> with all these Marvel side characters? Should anybody be buying into them for long-term spec? No. Gotcha. Invincible 110 <laughs> is our number six book. Man, I really didn't see this one reaching to these heights. Up from 50 to 60 last week, over 100. This is now a certified key issue at number 110. I've got somebody this. die in that one? Huh? Did somebody die in that one? Yeah, it was a big, I'm guessing. Big, big issue. I can't remember what happened, but something big happened. Uh, Tankers, number one at rank seven. $50. Definitely riding the high that was ENIAC's number one last month. This, Son number of one a of bitch. a three-issue miniseries, is selling for about a third of what ENIAC was. It's been very interesting. I'd be very interested in knowing what the print run is in comparison. This is a bizarre first issue for sure. For those wondering about ENIAC number two, there's a certain major retailer that still has them at cover price if you act fast. Huh. At rank eight, I didn't, have, I didn't uh, see this. I didn't see this coming. At rank eight, I, we have Death by Life number one. 15 to $20, Death Becomes Alive. Interesting premise, I think. I'm sure the print run is very small on this one, but does this have legs to stand on long term? What do we think? Can you tell me the uh, publisher? I cannot. Sepulveda. No, I'm just kidding. That's the guy. I don't even see that on there. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't even know what the publisher is. They're crazy. Geiger number one at rank nine. Fifteen dollars. Yes, the black and white one per store variant is doing very well at forty to fifty. But this collar cover is way better. Anytime you can get Jeff Johns on a side project, I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yep, and that's why we made it a pick of the week. That's right. At rank 10, Marauders, number 19, the David Finch 1 and 25. Nice Kitty Pride cover that is likely to be difficult to find going forward. Already selling for 40 to 50. I can see this one going up this week. I don't see it, but, you know, cool. There you go. At our honorable mention spot, the one we're talking about now, is Storm number 3 from the 2014 run. The Stephanie Hans 1 in, 12 variant, 1 in 25 variant. Not sure if this should be on the hot 10 list or on my ghost hunting list. This is a toughie to find. Current market is around $100. But I think people just don't know about it and how great the cover really is. And our other honorable mention spot, they usually pick in a big time old school comic. And here is Hit Comics number 7. A Lou Fine cover. What an odd cover. Like, you almost don't see the giant blue skull in the background. And why is our hero wearing see-through sleeves? Anyways, a raw 3.0 copy sold this week for 2200 This book doesn't come up often as a GPA. Only reported, reports as GPA only reports three graded sales for as long as their database even goes back. 
So what's the lesson we glean from this? This is is that a damsel in distress on the bottom there? No. Not really. She's not in distress. She looks like she's bound by she, the wrists. Yeah, maybe she seems maybe. fine. She seems just chilling. She's yeah, just chilling she's hanging out. at the bottom of the skull. Exactly. On purpose. Okay. All right. But just anyway, for kicks. If you, you see 10 cent covers, take a good look at them. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> take a room. good look at your 10 cent comics and, um, you know, Google those bad boys. See what, see what pops. Cause they might be, they might be worth a lot. That's right. Do you want to go into our FOC now, sir? Yes, please. All right. So our FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few things to our previews and our pull lists and make sure that we have these items in our boxes and don't have to chase them on the secondary market. Normally, by the time FOC comes out, we have some additional art or maybe we've fallen in love with a series we don't want to miss out on the, the subsequent issues of. Um, we get an awesome list sent to us by our friends at Deep Discount Comics, and Eric curates a list of some things he wants to talk about on top of that email. The things he's talking about on here are Batman Damned, the trade paperback for that one. Um, with your discount, you can get that, that uh, trade paperback for $12.49. That is a heck of a deal for that series. Stargirl Spring Break Special Number 1, the Todd Knock one-shot. Uh, Jeff Johns is doing the writing on this? Jeff okay. Jones. I mean, got some heavy hitters. I, I mean, I dismissed this out of hand earlier, but... Uh... I don't know. Right? It yeah. might be worth might be worth something. Six dollars, who knows? The good Asian from our good friends at Image Image Comics. Porn sack pishing whatever his name is as the writer on that one. <laughs> Heroes Reborn the... number one is a Marvel comic. <laughs> who's the artist, right Kyle? Now. Who's the artist? What's Porn the artist? Sack Pinchote that we keep talking about. Uh huh. And who's the artist? Tefengeke? <laughs> how do you pronounce his name? That's why I didn't do it. That's why you just gleaned right over it. So, you know what? Let's talk about Heroes Reborn. Alexandre Tefengeke. Tefengeke? Heroes Reborn, number one of his seven-issue series. Jason Aaron writing that one for Marvel. And here we have the Star Wars Bounty Hunters Alpha number one. We have a Calabunga Comics exclusive. That's big time. Yeah, Jan Durisma is doing the cover on it. We don't even get our art yet. We're still waiting on it. But by golly, we can FOC and make sure we get this beast. So our our little our little cow bunga is all grown up, mm -hmm. and they they have now got their own Star Wars cover. They lassoed themselves a Star Wars number one. That is big cover. time. And it can be yours for the small price of twenty bucks. Yep. So, you know, but I bet you you'll see the image. Our good friends at also normally like well, it's a shop Cowabunga. Keep an eye out there for stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see that image coming up soon, hopefully. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm gonna be keeping my eyes peeled for what that thing looked like. Bounty Hunters number one alpha. Can't wait. Thanos Quest Marvel Tales number one from Marvel. Jim Starlin writing that one. From artist writers and artisans, we have Garth Ennis with Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal Number One. Yeah, new Garth Ennis. And of course, Eric's been throwing us out a uh, a toy for one of his items, and we have the Spider-Man Legends figure for that one. But let's not take Eric's word for us. Let's dig into the FOC ourselves and see if anything else that we just gotta have. 
I'm psyched for this uh, crime syndicate number three. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else is happening? We've got Urban Legends number three. Um, Festival of Asian Heroes. Is that right? Yeah, that that's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be like a bunch of people, right? I would think so. Since it's a $10 book, 100 pages. Um, that should be something. Uh, our cover A is Jim Lee. Cover B is Art Germ. Gorgeous Art Germ yeah. cover. I don't know who's on the... Who's that Bernard, Bernard Chang, Chang is? Yeah. The, the Monkey Prince, I guess, is what he's doing there. Boy, that's a good-looking stand or uh, art germ. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Rorsak eight, uh, finishing up. A couple of great covers there. And yeah, that's the. There's a couple of covers for the Star Girl Spring Break special. I think I kind of like the cover B yeah. a little better. More Red X on the cover of Suicide Squad number three. We are milking that Red X as much as we can. My goodness. It better pay off. If not, it'll be a lot of disappointment. Well, yeah. I don't care. I don't know how it can at this point. Yeah, no kidding. I'm already down an image. So you didn't find anything in Dark Horse or IDW? Correct. Not a thing. No. What's wrong with us? We need to do better. Sorry. Um, we got that Hey Kids comics. Last chance for that. Howard Chaykin book. Noctera number two going to second print and three coming out. Silver coin going to a second print with a new cover. And then it's really for, cool cover on that second print for Silver Coin. Might be worth yeah. making sure you get that. And then for for Walking Dead's for issue fourteen of Walking Dead. Which I can't remember what happens then. I think we're still leading up to Michonne at nineteen. There we go. So we, we might be. Do we find the prison yet before Michonne? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. Do we? In the, in the show we do, but I don't know if we yeah, do. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think now. Yeah. Down into Marvel. Taking a look at the cover. It's super chaotic. Mark Bagley just throwing all kinds of stuff on the cover of this. Amazing Spider-Man 65. <laughs> we got Art Germ doing this Heroes Reborn number one and... These Wonder Woman vibes are really freaking me out, man. What is it? Heroes Reborn Art Germ. The Wonder Woman what, did you say, after the it Wonder Woman? It looks just like Wonder Woman. I keep getting... Every time I see it, I immediately go to Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. Great cover. Tons of covers. Yeah. Go nuts. 
Are you? Yeah, I'm gonna read this. It's Jason Aaron doing it, right? Yep. With McGinnis. Yeah, I'm gonna read this. Might as well just dip in and see what we can find. Back into a Marvel event. Star Wars Bounty Hunters Alpha. So, you got your Cowabunga exclusive cover for 20 bucks, which we're waiting on. And then we have the Cowabunga exclusive virgin version of that one is 30 bucks, or you can get the set of two for 40 bucks, 10 bucks off. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, the Cowabunga exclusive, you might have to pre order that sight unseen because yeah. it's due by the 12th. Is that correct? Mm hmm. Just to make sure you get one. You want to guarantee you have one. To guarantee you, you might not be able to see it yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be cool. Yeah, I can't freaking wait. X-Men Curse of the Man-Thing. Who asked for that? <laughs> Who was it? That should have been in the uh, loser's bracket. I think so. <laughs> Berserker number one, the fourth print foil, Raphael Grandpa variant. So you can still order it, but you might get allocated. Yeah. Okay. You might end up with a fifth print. Oh, I see. Eve number one from Boom Studios. Merca and Dolpha doing beat cover B. Yeah. Which is a great cover B. I was going to say it's a great looking cover. The Many Deaths of Layla Star, number one, going to a second print. Just as number two comes out. Invincible Red Sonia with a ton of covers. Who's the new team on this? Oh, it's Palmiotti and Connor. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, part of me is curious about what, what their take is on Red Sonia, but I did see what they did to Holly Quinn, and I didn't love it. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Down in Aftershock, we have Eden as a one-shot written by Cullen Bunn with Talibor, or Dalibor Talajik on art on that one. It's a good-looking book, but it's seven bucks for a one-shot. Uh, oof. And from Aftershock, We Live, number five, went to a second printing. Yeah, I was sleeping on that book. Plenty of good stuff. Um, what were the other options on the Cowabunga? Regular. Exclusive. We, ha we had the regular, we the Virgin. And then a combo where you get a little discount. C -c 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 combo breaker. Gotcha. No more Fortnites to tempt you, Kyle. None. I must. Uh, I was. I was right. They were all in the same month, weren't they, Jim? Yeah. Same month. Yeah. 
Looking forward to that. That's some good stuff there. All right, but that's been our FOC. That's, of course, our final order cutoff and our last chance to add some things. And this one, this week, we get the chance to find the the first thought of these exclusive Star Wars Bounty Hunter Alpha from Calabunga. Um, and then we're going to be just waiting to see covers because I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Cover price time. Cover price time. Of course, cover price top 10. We are going to find another hot. 10 books out there. At rank 10, we're going to start there and head directly to one. We're going to start with Superman number 4 from 1986. It's amazing what a good trailer can do, despite U.S. comic fans already knowing that Idris Elba has, was playing Bloodsport. It now takes fans to see the character on screen to be inspired to buy a key issue or his first appearance, and that is darn sure what happened. 52 comics moved. Uh, CGC 9.8 going for over 200 bucks. Wow. At rank nine, we have this Harley Quinn number one, the Yoshi Taco Amano Lunar Thank You book. So, a 2021 Lunar's Retailer Thank You green variant is surprisingly still doing well. Retailer Thank You variants don't often hold values. This is pretty impressive. 33 copies, high sale of 250 for a raw. Why do you think that is? Because Why would retailer... retailers probably put them up all immediately and get them out and the people that wanted them bought them and don't feel like flipping them um, so they always kind of end up in the hands that are going to end them and there's no more push on the book so there's no there's not a trickle of of supply correct normally I, gotcha. I would imagine pretty much every retailer either has their one guy in the store that, that gets those because that's his baby or they put them online right away at rank 8, yeah. we have X-Men number 4 from 1992. More Omega Red. Um, Omega's first sold 82 copies. $500 for CGC 9.8. At rank 7, we have Red. We have Truth, Red, White, and Black number 1. We talked about this for the last couple of weeks. Um, from 2015, the 7-issue series is a great early speculation, but recently catapulted in the spotlight with the introduction of... <sighs> Isaiah Bradley in the Disney Plus series uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, it still moved 66 copies and the CDC 9.8 is a size 900 bucks. At rank 6 we have The Ultimates number 1 uh, from 2015. This book has a lot going for it. First off it's the first Ultimate Team appearance of Captain America, Black Panther, America Chavez, Spectrum, and a rare appearance of Blue Marvel. Yet this is trending specifically for the brief appearance of Ao from the Black Panther films within episode three of Falcon Winter Soldier, twenty-two copies, fifty bucks for raw. At rank five, we have Thundercats number one from nineteen eighty-five. Talked about this spike last week because of a possible movie from Warner Brothers. Uh, a CDC nine point eight, almost sixteen hundred dollars. And at rank four, we have Thundercats zero from Wildstorm in nineteen seventy-five. So this is an even older Thundercats book. Oh, wait a minute. Thundercats existed in 1975? Wildstorm has Thundercats zero issue. Uh, I, yeah, okay. All right. That's what I'm reading here. I don't, I don't think that's right, but okay. 
moving 45 copies, much cheaper, $180 for a CGC 9.8 for Thundercats Zero. Uncanny X-Men 282 at rank 3. No, it's from like 2002. Is it? Yeah. I'm just reading what it said. I understand. I understand. That did strike you as odd, though, right? Yes, it did. Uncanny X-Men 282 from 1991. This is an odd entry this week, especially when we saw that it sold 104 copies and a high sale of $515 for CGC 9.8. X-Men fever is heating up and moving in strange directions. While early key issues are seeing spikes, first appearances for characters like Bishop, Dazzler, Havoc, Rogue, Kitty Pride, Phoenix, etc. are all going for top dollar. Bishop's speculation lies in his ability to time travel, and since that's already been introduced into the MCU, fans think he may be in the first wave of mutants. Yeah, all the we'll Marvel zombies that watched the 92 X-Men cartoon and grew up on that, now got lots of moolah. Why we gotta be zombies? Well, you don't have to be zombies, I guess. Oh, okay. Usually X-Men and Marvel zombies go hand in hand, but okay. <laughs> this one's also from 1995, but this one actually might be from 19, er, 1975. Strange Tales number 179 featuring Warlock. Behold the first appearance of Pip the Troll. Sure, it may not be the book you've been hunting for, but it's definitely trending thanks to rumors that he will appear in Eternals along with Star Fox. That actually course. is 1975. Yeah, this should be taken with a grain of salt, but it sure moved a saw and sold 61 copies. CGC 9.6 coming for $350. And it ranked number one, Shadecraft number one from Image Comics. As previously noted, Netflix picks up Shadecraft from Lucifer showrunner Joe Henderson. 78 copies moving and $18 for a raw already. Yeah, and that was, it was a really good... Uh, series debut, I, I enjoyed it a lot, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be. It's kind of spooky. So yep. yeah, it's kind of awesome. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, rank eleven, we have Black Cat number four, Adam Hughes variant one in twenty five, a high sale of ninety two fifty for a raw. Um, Nightwing seventy eight. Nightwing uh, this, books back in the hot books. It's good to see. Yeah, yeah. This is the first appearance of Melinda Zuko, Dick Grayson's new villain. Oh, uh, who's the daughter of Tony Zuko? Did not realize that that was going to be a thing. Uh, had a high sale of forty dollars for a raw copy. Seriously, that's amazing. There's got to be plenty of those out there. Um, a Shadecraft number one jock variant. Doing well as as well as the original. Uh, Flash number ninety two from nineteen ninety four. Uh, Flash cast Jordan Fisher as Bart Allen in season seven. Help kickstart sales of Bart Allen's first appearances. Impulse in Flash ninety two. And he has a cameo, a shadowed cameo appearance in issue ninety one. We love a good shadowed cameo. A good shadowed cameo. You can't beat that. I mean, that's just as good, really. <laughs> a high sale of $215 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Superboy number 9 comes in at rank 15. This is also from 1994. Um, this is the instant star uh, from the Suicide Squad trailer, uh, King Shark. Uh-huh. And doing very well, $500 for a CGC 9.8. 
Good old spawn number one comes in at rank 16, continues to move. We're up to $250 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Ultimate Fallout number four continues to blow up with old Miles. This is the Bagley second print, still doing well. $1,100 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Machine Man number seven, uh, episode from episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, has some first appearances in it. Uh, so this is had a high sale of $64 for a raw copy. Uh, Something is Killing Children, the local comic shop day 2020 foil variant. Uh, it's just sold for $1,000. And I didn't want to pay $7.99 for it, Kyle. Yeah. I didn't want to pay $7.99 for it. And it's now selling for $1,000. Well, I think, is, is it that one that's selling for $1,000? I thought the, the actual number one was selling for $1,000. Uh, is that what it says? Yeah. The standard, the, standard. the, the number one standard cover. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. $1,000 sale for this Oh, okay, week. okay. So you're this right. one just hit 122.50 for a CGC 9.8 because oddly oh. enough, this one's easier. The foil variant's easier to find than the OG number Chicken one. feed, sorry. And another another appearance at rank 20 by Ultimate Fallout number four uh, for first miles. So three thousand dollars for a nine eight there. Jeez. All right. Crazy. Kyle, let's get let's get our sneak peeks out of the way. All right, let's head on over to our good friends at Lunar Distributions and let us find out our DC books for Tuesday that's coming out on the thirteenth. So this is Lunar handling DC and we just heard last week that Penguin Random House is going to be do doing handling Marvel in the near future. So you think we'll have a little Penguin website that we'll be able to look at the stuff that's coming out each week? Oh, I imagine so. Something I was thinking about, too, um, what Penguin does with its accounts is they offer terms. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned that when we had our discussion. But they offer, I think, 60-day terms. Um, and comic shops are not used to getting terms because diamond was cod yeah and if you were lucky and one of geppy's friends and old and longtime customers you could get like i guess a week or maybe two weeks of terms to pay your bill mm -hmm. but but with with penguin doing two months of terms uh that was going to allow comic shops to go deeper and further to grab, ex you know these these variant covers, mm -hmm. and the chance that they, you know, the, assuming that they'll sell them by those by the time those sixty days are over and and pay their bill on time, or they could end up hanging themselves and really screwing things over. Oh, exactly. Or it could backfire, and they could have mis misjudged the market. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really curious to see how that plays out, and um, these a lot of these comic shops have been forced to be conservative, yeah, because they had to have cash in hand to float um, a lot of those per, a lot of those deep buys. But if they're getting sixty day terms, well, I know I'm going to sell. I know I'm going to sell this. Mm -hmm. I know I know this will sell. Yeah, well, if I've got too much know? to sell this, I can sell all these. I can sell it all. I'll be fine, and. 
it's gonna it, it, it on the on the one hand it's gonna allow some stores to do stuff they wouldn't be allowed they would normally not be able to afford to do and on the other hand it's going to allow stores that probably shouldn't do that the ability to do that and i'm curious how that plays out how that ripple effect does that trickle down to diamond and diamond starts offering terms does lunar already offer terms i don't even know um if they have terms or not uh because i don't have an account with it um <laughs> but that that that's fascinating and this is all going to be transparent to you and me as joe customer comic customers but i still think it's fascinating in what could happen and to retailers that now have terms that they didn't have before and so it's a better line of credit and the ability to dig to, to buy more comics and i don't know did we even get into what's going to happen to diamond and the previews catalog we talked i don't i can't remember if we talked on air or off but we you know you and i talked about what it be called previews anymore or what, what the deal is what yeah what is what is going to happen to the preview is it going to be just a a one sheet is diamond going to exist with just indie i mean oh i can't wait to figure all this stuff out i hope i hope everything everybody lands on their feet i don't want to i don't want to reinvent this wheel too much to where we can't even participate <laughs> like we're used to mm -hmm. but anyway i digress what's in dc that we want to highlight <laughs> uh a death in the family gets a really nice deluxe hardcover edition for 50 bucks there um, Batman cool. Black and White number three gets a second printing that I think is awful. Um, what are you at? Oh, oh, it is terrible. Yeah, I mean it's not like detailed line work. It's just like crap. Do you think that's final art? If it is, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom Taylor's Batman the Detective. That's gonna be. Uh, my top of the stack read mm -hmm. this week for sure and i like the blank cover that is just cool yeah it's great just a, I mean, a, a nice light blue with the bats pretty dope i mean just begging to be sketched on at a con but what con is that <laughs> uh, I, I i dipped into this batman urban legends number one so i'm gonna be jumping on this number two. Oh yeah how was it it's good it's neat oh cool is it how many pages is it a big one no yeah it's a big one eight dollars yeah it doesn't say page count does it gotta be gotta be a size gotta one. be a good one challenge of the super sons number one peter tomasi yeah. or hey jimenez cover yeah i've already read this digitally um oh, that's right it's a digital first title so um, it's pretty good. Nice yeah. to have it. Infinite Frontier Zero. I'm excited about this one. See what that's all about. Well, that's the second Stone. printing. Oh, that's the ahead. second printing. It's already been out. I've already read it. <laughs> I wasn't that excited about it, yeah. actually. Oh, we get the second issue of Joker. Yeah, Brian Stelfreeze with the cover C, I think, is a really nice looking cover. Oh, that that is that is correct. That's fantastic. With a pool of blood reflecting on that, I really like it. Rorschach Seven. Looking forward to that. 
I cannot argue with people that say that that uh, reads better in trade, but I still like it single issue. There you go. Sweet Tooth 6, Sweet Tooth is ending, The Return. Superman 30B stock cardstock cover. Um, little too little photorealistic. Too yeah. And, and can I just say, for the record again, just in case people forgot, um, I, I hate Bendis for aging up, John. I really, really, really hate it. <laughs> he was fine. Oh, he was. Um, I don't know why you did that. So now we have different aged Johns and different comics and stupid. You heard it here first. Stupid. Um, old man shakes fist in clouds. <laughs> All right, let's check out some of our other stuff. Let's find our April 14th books, and we'll find those at previewsworld.com for our new releases and start with their image books where home number one is an image title. Yeah, we have, uh, it's an immigra immigration story by Julio Anta. Five issue series. Anna Wisinski on art and Lisa Stroll doing the cover. Um... And it's uh, something about the border and seeking asylum. Um, should be interesting. Mm -hmm. Jules Verne's Lighthouse Number One. Double size. That's all you have to say about that. <laughs> so for five bucks, they're giving us a double size. What was that? I thought that I was waiting. I was like waiting patiently for something. I heard Lighthouse Number One, then I was like. Did he just go to sleep or well, take a, I was take a drink? It. I was or... like, I'm going to pull the interesting line in the in the in the. Uh, there isn't one, <laughs> and it wasn't really that interesting. So I just <laughs> kind of stuttered. Okay, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't make this, I can't make this any better than it is. Yeah. Kyle, I think you'd like Scumbag. Oh yeah, yeah. The first uh, first six issues should be a trade already. If it's not. Um, pretty good stuff. Uh, Remender does does a good job with him, and he's a a lovable loser. Kind of root for him, even though he's awful human being. <laughs> the world's face rests on the worst person on it. That's funny. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, down in Dark Horse, we have Jenny Zero from Dave Dwanch and Brockton McKinney, with art by Magenta King. Like we got drugs and alcohol and kaiju. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I think are we back with Sadarsky doing a Black Hammer again? Uh, Visions number three, Black Hammer Visions number three. Yeah, Johnny Christmas, Chip Sadarsky, and Jason Liu. And he's doing his own cover A. Oh, where do you see that? I missed that. Black Hammer 3 of 8, Cover A, Sadarsky. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, good, good, good. That'd be the one to have, too. Lock and Key is now with Sandman. Yeah, that should be fun. I wonder if I have to remember what happened in Lock and Key and remember what happened in Sandman to enjoy this. Together, yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> 
we talked in our little run through the previews uh, when we went through the IDW selection about the Jenica 2 um, trade paperback. Uh, you can get issue 6 coming out now this week that, like we talked about, you can order in trade paperback form in the previews that's out now. Uh, Canto and the City of Giants, number one, the three-issue miniseries. This thing... Kyle picked the first issue of the first volume way back a couple years yeah. ago, and I didn't get it. I, I did not understand the appeal and why, but it really took off. Yeah, it flew. It has spec value. I think it's optioned now, and now we're on its third, fourth volume, mm-hmm. something like that. So um, yeah, you just never know. Read everything. Yeah. Read everything because it's all good. Amazing Spider-Man 61 going to a second print. So we get a second print showing us that ugly suit. Yeah. America Chavez, made in America number one. We get a second print. We've changed the color a bit on it, but still a really good cover on that one. I like that. Children of the Atom number one. We get a second print featuring her, her herself on the front cover. You want that one as well. So of our second prints... Pick up America Chavez, pick up Children of the Atom. Now we have um, the Black Cat number five, and I've really been enjoying this series. Um, it's written really well. I like the way it's. There's something overarching happening, mm-hmm. but you still get enjoyable single issues. It's written by Jed McKay um, and art by Michael Dowling. And the reason I mention it is because. We got an announcement, and there'll be in a future Marvel previews, that Jed McKay is going to be the writer for the new Moon Knight series. Hey! That's coming out July 7th, with art by Alessandro Cappuccio and a Steve McNiven cover. So it's gorgeous. I've already seen it. It's out on my Twitter page if you want to take a look at it. Um, and this is not going to be a sneak peek for a while, up till July. But, anywho... The sneakiest uh, of sneak peeks. Yeah, Jed Jed McKay is doing the writing. I think I'm going to like it. I clearly like him. And I like his writing style. So, I'm excited. Going full in on Dark Hawk, Heart of Hawk number one. Got to make sure I got (laughs) one of those. You're excited about this? Yeah, tingling. 30th 30th anniversary. It is a 90s hero. You do like your 90s heroes. Absolutely. Guardians of the Galaxy number 13. We get a Liefeld Deadpool 30th variant. All the pockets. It's a good looking variant. Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow. You like this non-stop Spider-Man. We got issue two of that Joe Kelly run. Uh-huh, I'm excited about that. Good David this. Finch cover. I like that Spider-Man. And Spider-Shadow is Chip Zdarsky. So that'll be pretty good. Probably something happening in Thor. It's the finale. Mm-hmm. Probably to check out, see what Don, Donny Cates is doing. Star Wars Bounty Hunters 11. We got Bosk's cover there. I don't have anything uh, until... I think it's Proctor Valley Road. Is that the one I liked from Boom? It's the second issue. 
No, that's not it. I don't, I don't know that I don't like it. I just haven't read it yet. <laughs> Down in our smaller publishers, we have Blowtorch, number one from Second Sight Publishers. Wow. Yeah. From the pages uh, of C-H-E-S-S. So um, apparently that's a spinoff. So I don't know chess, so I don't care about Blowtorch. Yeah, we don't have much luck with those. Um, They're also doing Duplicate. Same same publisher. This is Second Sight. It's a thriller about the forces conspiring against the one man who offers hope during a pandemic. Oh, God. <laughs> no more pandemic storylines. Come on. I think, we, I think we're good. Um, it's only $3.99, though. It's a number one. Carla Nappi and Mariana Strakowski, along with Layla Del Duca on cover. Hmm. Here's something you and I can get behind, Drew. Locust number one from Scout Comics, Massimo Rossi, writer. Most of humanity has fallen victim to a terrible plague that has turned them into giant locusts. <laughs> They're coming next month. As the locusts consume the earth, the uninfected survivors struggle to stay alive during the Great Transformation. A fisherman and his elderly mother try to escape a decimated New York City. Can they survive? We love a good post-apocalyptic, and by yeah. golly, insects to boot. And we finally get to see Man, Goat, and Bunny Man, number one, from Xenoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that my voice stabity? That looks like a little stabity on the cover. Big Not, the Jersey looks Devil, like the Loch Ness Monster, all the age old fork lore. This is going to sell well. I'm going to fly off this. Even at six bucks, it's going to sell well. <laughs> and, and the B cover is pretty nice. Too. And it is not my voice daphne, but still. You see anything else, Kyle? Cullen Bunn writing Phantom of the Scan, number one for Aftershocks Comics. 20 years ago, a comet fell to Earth. Since that night, Matthew has been haunted, haunted by a spirit that gives him incredible psychic abilities. But these abilities come with a price, and payment is due. Every time Matthew uses his gifts, he draws closer to death and other psychics, all of whom gained their powers on the night the comet fell. They are all dying in the most horrible of ways. To save himself, Matthew gathers a group of psychics to solve the mystery of their powers before it's too late. And um, my Titans comics come back with a hard case crime book for the first time in a while, mm. it seems like. This is a, another Minky Woodcock story. This is the girl who electrified Tesla, number one. Um, and I, I guess they're calling this um, the Girl Who series uh, their best-selling hard case crime series, yeah. which is in- interesting. They had a lot of great ones there for a while, oh, and yeah. they just kind of stopped putting them out. Um, so I'm curious uh, how this goes, and I'm looking forward to reading it. And it's only three ninety nine, so um, doubly psyched. Can be done. Anything else, Drew? That is, that's all. All right, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's your one pick that is going to increase in price, end up on the top tens and all the cover prices? It's 
obviously Xenoscope's Man Goat and Bunny Man number one. <laughs> and I just want to use this cover image. Um, and I'm going to will this into as a spec book. Yep. Uh, man, interesting. What a bit of my a close, loss this week. My close second was the new Tom Taylor Batman book. I mean, we saw already. That's we saw, right. We, I didn't click on Lunar. We saw the it, the uh, Nightwing, his Nightwing spike already. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's going to do something with this, but I can't pass up Man Goat. Yeah. Bunny Man, whatever the hell. And I, I can't. I probably can't put my blank cover as the the pick to have. <laughs> we'll just go with cover A then. Yeah. All right. We want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and ourselves all the way through the end of this podcast. Check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com. Find comics for fun and profit. Uh, be part of those discussions, those early reviews, those uh, we got giveaways going on there, a Slack channel where we chit chat and you can yell at us in person and then I can text you <laughs> while I'm at work um, back if you yell at me. Those kind of things, but you can only get that through our Patreon. So come hang out with us, be part of everything. Um, we'd love to have you over there. So for Drew and for myself, see you. <laughs>